Welcome back, Leafs Nation, to the Believers Podcast. This is episode 19. I'm your host, Mikey D. And the show is back down to a one-man show. But to lyric quote Queen, the show must go on. There's a lot of Leafs stuff to get into this week. And the Leafs play pretty shortly, so this may be a short episode. We shall see how it turns out. Okay, so to kind of quickly recap, uh, they lost in overtime to Florida. Um, on the day the last episode was recorded. Uh, honestly, I'm not too disappointed with that loss. Like, yeah, the Leafs were up multiple goals, but they lost in overtime to Florida. But uh, the Leafs were on a second half of a back-to-back. And like it was discussed in the last episode, Florida had a, like a day of rest in there. And honestly, that's a stacked and very dangerous team. Uh, and to at least come out of both Tampa and Florida with three out of four points, I don't know about you, but I'm sleeping easy. Um, and then Thursday they played Dallas and made history. Matthews making history, putting himself in the history books. And then a nice Saturday night win against Montreal. I cannot recall a lot of the predictions we had made on the last one, but I think I got the 3-2 one close because I... I remember saying it would go to overtime, but this one very much did not. (laughs) Uh, And then lost to Buffalo because, of course, losing 5-2 because that seems to be the score for every Toronto-Buffalo game this season. Now to get back on track with the show notes here, it's honestly, this is becoming like a day that ends in a Y. Like, we got to talk about Austin Matthews. And he's continuing to make history. Honestly, so in the game against Dallas, he broke Rick Vibes' record getting goal 55. And then his 56th goal in that game, the overtime winner, is it set a new record for most goals scored in a single season by a U.S.-born player. So, so now, honestly, from every game here, there's nine games left in this season. Uh, Matthews currently sits at 58 goals on this season. Uh, and then the Leafs are playing Washington tonight in a couple of hours. Every goal Matthews makes is history. It's, it's adding to this legend, to this legacy. It's absolutely something special. It is something really cool and very unique and i i honestly don't know how to word it better other than than legend like he's a, he's a living legend title of this episode um <laughs> and in the game against montreal he gets two goals which puts him at for 58 on the season uh so there's nine games left in this season if he gets back on track to scoring one goal like starting tonight um, or maybe two a night. He could do it. He's Austin fucking Matthews. Um, 70 may be in play. I, I've seen a lot of people saying 65. Um, I'm good. You know what? For the, sh- for the fucking shits and giggles of it, I'm going to say he hit 67 because that number is just tied to this fucking team. So I'm going to say Austin Matthews gets 67 goals on the season. If he hits 70, that's really fucking cool. But for shits and giggles, I'm, I'm now going to say 67. Now watch the next episode I record, and he's hit 68. Let's... <laughs> now, 
to go from one leaf to the other. Uh, how has Campbell looked since returning from injury? His first game back was against the Flyers on the second. And in that game, he let in three goals. He made 29 saves for a .906 save percentage. That's, you know what? For his first game back, that's awesome. I'm not really going to hold him account for the three goals he let in. It's his first game back. Um, we know what Jack's capable of. I mean, like, look at the, the the game earlier this season against Colorado. I think the Leafs lost that one, if I recall correctly. Um, but Campbell made this huge-ass, ridiculous, like, whale save. Like, we know, we know what's in him. Just if, you know, if he needs the time to recoup, then go for it. Um, and then in the game against Tampa, that awesome 6-2 ass-kicking, um, he let in the two goals, he made 32 saves, and he had a .941 save percentage. That is the Jack Campbell that this city knows and loves, I know and love, you know and love. Um, and then in the game against Florida, I, again, the Leafs are on the second half of a back-to-back. I'm not going to bash them. But in that game, he let in four goals. He made 22 saves, but he had a .846 save percentage. Uh, and then Shalgren was brought in uh, where he had a .870. But those numbers aren't as good. But again, when you let in multiple goals, your, your save percentage will go down like that. Um, and then in the game against Dallas, he let in three goals, made 15 saves, but had a uh, .833. You know, a lot of the soft saves he makes, you know, it's got to help his confidence. And if he can slowly get back to the way he performed in the game against Tampa, you know, making 30-plus saves, getting save percentages of like 930, 940, and up and all that, um, this is going to be a Campbell that's going to be hard to score against in round one. It's good. Well, I mean, with this Leafs defense, too, it's going to be a hard team to score against in, in round one. Um, honestly, he's looked okay. I mean, yeah, he's let in some soft ones, but I, he's coming back. He's only played about four games, and I believe he's even getting the start tonight against Washington. So we'll see how he does. Um, but hopefully he gets more into a groove uh, coming up towards the end of the month. I'm not going to bash him because this is still like it's early on in his return. Um, but hopefully he can get into a good groove towards the end of the month. Now, uh, something I've kind of that's been surprisingly hyping me up the last couple of Leaf games is I get really hyped up when the Leafs go on the penalty kill. Now, usually when you hear your team's going on the penalty kill, you go in with a like a fucking wing and a prayer that your team doesn't get scored on or can, you know, at least work and get a shorty a shorthanded goal. Um, honestly, these numbers because I, I looked up the numbers to both the power play and the penalty kill. So it's funny because the Leafs are first in the league on the power play at 28.7% and the Blues, St. Louis Blues are second with 25.8 and Colorado is at third with 25.6. This is something that like it changes daily on the fly with all the games being played. Um, I checked it that these stats, what was it? Uh, Sunday or Monday, just, just a couple days ago. 
and New York was in the top three range, and now they're like fourth, fifth. But the Leafs are still number one, baby. It's always about the Leafs. <laughs> um, but surprisingly, on the penalty kill, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes are first at 88.5%. San Jose's at second with 86%. Uh, Pittsburgh's at third with 85.7%. And the Leafs are down the list. They're seventh overall uh, with 82.9%. So they're well, still in that 80, 80 plus range. Um, I just, I'm surprised that the Leafs penalty kill is so low because it, again, whenever the Leafs go on the pen, uh, penalty kill, like I just get hyped up, like, holy shit, they're going to score a goal. Mikheyev just comes speeding, rushing down the ice. Um, and he finishes more times than more times than not on, on the penalty kill. Um, well, again, the puck back in the back of the net. Um, so the numbers say the power play, but personally, I'm going to say the penalty kill. Just like, I, I don't know, man, there's something fun about this penalty kill that I'm just like, yeah, let's go. Whoa, Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, again, the numbers say power play. Personally, I'm going to say the penalty kill. Um, but on that, the Leafs are 8-2-1 and one since the trade deadline, baby. This team is gelling. Uh, in 73 games played, they have 47 wins, 20 losses, 6 overtime for a 100-point season. They're second in the Atlantic Division. They're fourth overall the entire fucking league. Hell fucking yeah. And to close it up with some upcoming games and predictions, while well, they're playing Washington in a very little bit here, uh, I'm going to say the Leafs win 4-2 and Matthews gets one and Ovechkin gets one because they're basically the safe picks on the daily Tim Hortons pick a player. Um, <laughs> they play Ottawa on Saturday. I'm going to say the Leafs run them up 6-3. Um, it may be closer. Ottawa it seems to give it their all kind of like when we play Montreal like it's a team that gives it their all but you know what I'm gonna, I want to I'm gonna say 6-3 win um and then on Sunday the Leafs will be on a second half of a back-to-back -back, uh playing against the Islanders I'm gonna say that's a 3-1 win and Philadelphia on Tuesday um to my Flyers co-worker good luck um <laughs> But I'm going to say the Leafs win 5-2 in that one. And on that, you know what? Because we are coming up to playoff time, baby. Uh, in an upcoming episode, I'm going to do an ideal lineup and pairing for the playoffs. I think that'll be a lot of fun. And, and for sure, maybe in the last week of April, because we'll know what most of the playoff setups are, or playoff matches are will be at that time. So I'll do a playoff prediction, and we'll see how very wrong I am. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking of playoffs, I want to give a shout-out to the Toronto Raptors for clinching a playoff spot. Uh, good luck making history again. Hopefully you boys do it. And a shout-out to the Blue Jays on starting a new season. Um, I do not follow either sport religiously as I do hockey, but you got to support the city of Toronto. So go Toronto, go Raptors, go Blue Jays, and on the, and go Leafs. And on that, you can follow the show on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. 
You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Beliefers Pod. You can follow my personal Twitter at MikeyD392 and my personal Insta at Michael Dolson. And until next time, go Leafs go and don't stop believing. Oh, Jesus.